Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, we go over all the awards from the 2020 NHL season. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or T-L-O-P-N, or Tloppin', as my buddy DC Lundberg would say from Locked On Mariners. Keep hope alive, buddy. You still have an outside chance to make the playoffs. Um, no. No, you really don't, but I have to give you a little hope anyway. Anyway, welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, presented by... Built Bar. Yeah, we're going to talk about Built Bar today. Yeah, all right. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to follow us at LO underscore Ducks on Twitter. Or you can follow me at StimpyJD. Also on Twitter. What else? Oh, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And if you're listening to this podcast now, congratulations. You are very awesome. And I'm going to open up the mailbag once again this week. Hopefully, we'll have a couple of listener questions on Friday. So, yeah. Send me your emails. Send me your tired. Send me your weak. Anyway, um, let's get right into the awards. We'll try to keep this as short a show as possible because there's a lot of awards to get to. Uh, let's start off with the ones that were awarded way before, and that is the winners of all the awards that have to do with statistics. Uh, the Maurice Rocket Richard Trophy, as I've mentioned on this podcast way back in March, Alex Ovechkin and Pasta, David Pasternak. They are both the winners of the Rocket Richard Trophy with 48 goals. So congrats to them on that. Also, uh, let's give a shout out to Tuka Rask and Yaroslav Halak for winning the Jennings Trophy for the fewest goals against. So for what it's worth, they both won that award. So congrats on them for that. All right, now let's get to the awards that were handed out over the week. Uh, The main awards show, by the way, was on NBCSN, and that took place on Monday afternoon, only a half hour. Okay, I like that format much better than the three-hour format that they usually have in Las Vegas. Not to say the Vegas glitz and glamour isn't exciting. It is exciting to be around the glitz and glamour of the NHL awards. I should know. I've been there once before in Vegas during June. But it is hot as balls out there in Vegas in June. Oh my god. I'm so glad I'm not out there right now, to say the least. But to have only a half hour show and get the four major awards, that was cool. I liked seeing Wayne Gretzky present the award. I liked seeing Mark Messier present. It was really cool to see all that. So... Uh, The awards that were given out the previous week, they were done kind of behind closed doors, and I thought it was the perfect way to do it. So we will start with the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. This is awarded to the player who, quote, shows leadership on and off the ice and who has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution to his community, end quote. So fittingly, the three finalists were P.K. Subban, Henrik Lundqvist, and Matt Dumba. And very fittingly, Matt Dumba won the award. If you guys remember from a month and a half ago, Matt Dumba knelt on the ice and had an impassioned speech. He's also the co-founder of the Hockey Diversity Alliance. He's been very vocal about racial injustice, social injustice. Um, That speech he gave before the Edmonton-Chicago game That was something really special, whether you agree with him or not. It was a very special speech. 
and a lot of people were behind him on that. Uh, he's donated to a lot of families during the pandemic. He donated to Wildfire Relief. Honestly, he's done a lot of good for the game of hockey and a lot of good outside the game. So I thought this was the perfect award. This is a slam dunk win. So congrats, Matt Dumba, on winning the King Clancy Trophy. Uh, the next award. This one I have talked about extensively on this podcast because one of the candidates was a former Duck. The Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy. This is awarded to the player who exhibits who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey, and the three finalists. This was a very tough one. Stephen Johns, Oscar Lindblom, and Bobby Ryan. And the winner of that one is former Anaheim Duck, Bobby Ryan. His story is pretty inspiring. The way he came back was inspiring. He did leave Ottawa to enter a program to you know, talk about his alcohol abuse struggles that he'd been dealing with pretty much most of his adult life. For him to open up like that and to show fans, hey, I'm human after all, and I go through these problems as well, that shows a lot of character. He returned in late February, so he only played for maybe two to three weeks, but when he came back on February 27th to his first home game in Ottawa, he had one of the most emotional hat tricks you will ever ever see in the sport of hockey ever since returning you know he's shared his story with a lot of people he's helped to inspire a lot of people and in fact during the pandemic he actually spoke out several times talking about his fight talking about his alcohol abuse and really encouraging people to talk about it to keep going so overall the way he came back the emotional game he had coming back the fact that he's talking to fans and really getting his message out there is encouraging. But this could have gone to either one of those guys. Stephen Johns with his comeback. Oscar Lindblom with his emotional comeback during the playoffs. It could have gone to either one of them. But nonetheless, congrats to the former Duck, Bobby Ryan, on winning the Masterson, the Masterton Trophy. Uh, one more before we head into the first intermission. The Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award. This one went to Debbie Brar of Apna Hockey. This was an interesting one. He's a former pro hockey player. He co-founded Apna Hockey, and it's an initiative that provides a network and support for South Asian hockey players. Uh, he was also involved with the first ever women's hockey team in India, and he provided m countless mentorship and support at his native land. So once again, congratulations to Dampy Brar for winning the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award. And I think that's a nice spot to head into the first intermission. But let's talk about Built Bar first. Built Bar is the best tasting candy bar ever. I mean ever, because I had one earlier today and it is fantastic. By the way, I do like the Cherry Barcia flavor a lot, but that cookies and cream flavor, man, that is freaking delicious. If you guys have not tried their new flavors yet, definitely check them out at BuiltBar.com. They are fluffier than ever. They are more marshmallowy than ever. Still low in calories, only 130 calories with only 4 grams of sugar, 
17 grams of protein. That's amazing, guys. To have a low-calorie protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, that's amazing. With 100% chocolate, they are made in a nut-free facility for those of you that like the nut-free flavors or have allergies. And once again, try the new flavors or try the old favorites like double chocolate, for example. So, where can you find these amazing protein bars? Head over to BuiltBar.com and enter promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your next order of Built Bar. Once again, that is BuiltBar.com, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk about some more awards. Stay locked in. All right, welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going over all the NHL awards for this past 2020 season. And let's get to the rest of the awards now, and we'll try to get through this a little bit quickly. Let's begin with the Jack Adams Award. This is the award that goes to the best coach in the National Hockey League. And there were three good candidates. John Tortorella from the Blue Jackets, Bruce Cassidy of the Bruins, and Elaine Vigneault of the Philadelphia Flyers. And the winner of the Jack Adams Award went to Bruce Cassidy of the Boston Bruins. They were the best team in the regular season. They were on their way to the President's Trophy. I mean, they did lose in the playoffs. They had a bad playoffs. As soon as they got into the bubble, they just were not all there. But this is a regular season award, and Bruce Cassidy was way more than deserving of this award. I mean, he was on almost every first place ballot. Uh, This is his first Jack Adams award. Uh, They led the NHL in points with 100 points. They had a 44-14-12 record at the time of the pause. I thought they were one of the best teams going into the pause. Of course, they had all their issues going into the bubble. Uh, They had the drama of Tuka Rask leaving the bubble, all that stuff happening. But... They were still among the best teams in the league. So once again, congrats to Bruce Cassidy for winning the Adams Trophy. Now, the Frank Selkie Trophy. This is awarded to the NHL's best defensive forward. Let me read that again. This is awarded to the NHL's best defensive forward. And the nominees for the Selkie Trophy were Patrice Bergeron, Sean Couturier, and Ryan O'Reilly. This was a tough one. This is a very tough one. But Sean Couturier from the Philadelphia Flyers won the Selkie Trophy. He was a fantastic player. 22 goals and 37 assists in 69 games. But he also had an NHL leading 59.6% efficiency in the faceoff circle. That is impressive. He was 59.5% in the defensive zone, which is also very good. So he was probably the only NHL player in the top 58% in all three zones, 59.5% in the defensive zone, 59 in the offensive zone, and 60% in the neutral zone. Okay, that's impressive numbers. To me, that is, yeah, that's among the best in the league in all three categories. And also, this is according to Natural Stat Trick. He also led the Flyers in Corsi 4 percentage with 56 and a quarter percent, shots 4 percentage with 55.3%, and scoring chances for percentage with 54.5%. He was obviously the first place. He was 
names on almost every ballot. So once again, congrats to Sean Couturier. The Lady Bing Trophy. This is awarded to the player who combines sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct with a high level of play. This one went to Nathan McKinnon of the Colorado Avalanche. The other finalists were Matthews from the Leafs and O'Reilly from the Blues. But Nate McKinnon was one of the best players all around in the league. He had 35 goals, 58 assists for 93 points. Almost 100 points. He would have gotten to 100 if it wasn't for the coronavirus. I had predicted that. Ah, So close. He was only in the box six times. Only 12 penalty minutes. And he was as gentlemanly as they come in the National Hockey League. So congrats to Nate McKinnon on winning the Lady Bing Trophy. Uh, the GM of the Year, the Jim Gregory GM of the Year Award uh, nominees, John, oh, sorry, Julian Brisbaugh from the Lightning, Lou Lamorello from the Islanders, and Jim Nill of the Dallas Stars. This one was very, very tough. All three of these GMs could make a strong case. And in fact, these three GMs were in the final four as far as being in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But this one went to Lou Lamarillo, the one that did not make the Stanley Cup final, and here's why. Because he built his core with some great pieces that work together. He signed Anders Lee, Bovillier, Jordan Eberle. He, he stole Eberle from the Oilers. Brock Nelson he stole. He got Matt Martin on that team. Uh, he brought in Andy Green. He brought in J.G. Pajot. These are a bunch of scrappy, you know, know-nothing, but just put your balls out there and just skate. I love this Islanders team. I was really hoping to see them in the final. The way they all gelled and worked together to get to the Eastern Conference final was nothing short of amazing. I'm actually hoping that the Islanders make it far next year too because they're a fun team to watch. And they're a very hard-hitting team, so you love to see that. He also brought in Semyon Varlamov, the great goalie. Uh, brought in Derek Brassard. So congrats to Lou Lamarillo on winning the Jim Gregory Award. One more before we head into the second intermission. The Marc Messier NHL Leadership Award. This one, quote, exemplifies great leadership qualities to his team on and off the ice during the regular season. And this was... A pretty easy one. Mark Giordano of the Calgary Flames. The captain finished his 14th season where he scored 31 points. But his leadership qualities have been bar none. Uh, He's 36 years old. He's apparently built a very strong connection with the community. He's built a great rapport with the older guys and the younger guys on that team. Uh, he started Team Giordano, which helps promote physical fitness and academics in Calgary, as well as leadership development. Uh, he's also involved with the You Can Play Project and the Flames Foundation. So this is the really cool part. Uh, back in May, um, Giordano and his wife were helping families in need. They helped pay grocery bills during the pandemic. And he did that apparently for a lot of families. So it was a very special thing of him to do. And he even said um, that it was a special award. And I'm going to quote him here. Quote, I'm a little bit older, so I grew up watching Marc Messier as a player and remembering him especially from his days as a Ranger winning the Stanley Cup with New York, but also in Edmonton as well. 
to have my name on that award means a lot. My wife Lauren and I have always been a couple who wants to give back and we feel like this community, this city, has given so much to us and we wouldn't be where we are today in our lives if it wasn't for the city of Calgary and the people of Calgary. So we really wanted to get involved in the community and give back. End quote. Yeah, fantastic words. Great, great job there. Once again, congrats to Mark Giordano for winning the Mark Messier Leadership Award. Welcome back. We've got a little bit more hardware to give out, so let's do that right now, starting with the Calder Trophy. Now, these last four awards were the ones that were given out Monday night on the half-hour NHL Awards show, and there's actually some voting background on all of these. So let's start with the Calder Trophy. All the way back in September, on my third or fourth episode, I made a ton of predictions, and this was the easy prediction that Kale McCarr would win the Calder Trophy. And sure enough, that exactly happened. Although he barely beat out Quinn Hughes, who I thought also deserved the award. This could have gone to either one. And I thought Quinn Hughes had a fantastic season. But Kale McCarr had a slightly better regular season. So Kale McCarr wins the Calder Trophy awarded to the NHL's best rookie. Uh, He's just the 12th defenseman to win the award. He was second among rookies with 50 points, 12 goals, and 38 assists. And just the voting breakdown for this, Kel McCarr had 116 first-place votes. Quinn Hughes had 53 first-place votes. Uh, The points were a difference of 201. So it really could have gone to either one of those guys. But once again, congrats to Kel McCarr on winning the Calder Trophy. Next, let's go to the... Vezina Trophy. Let's do the Vezina Trophy next. The Vezina Trophy is the best goaltender. And we have Connor Hellebuck, Tuka Rask, and Andre Vasilevsky as the three finalists. The winner of the Vezina Trophy went to Connor Hellebuck of the Winnipeg Jets. He had a fantastic campaign this year. He led all goalies with 58 games. He had 1,796 shots faced. He saved 1656 and he had six shutouts. He was second in wins with 31. Uh, he was second in percentage of wins earned. Uh, he had a 10 1 and 2 record and a 949 save percentage in contests where uh, he was uh, goals saved above average higher than 10. And that's according to Natural Stat Trick. Uh, he came in with just fantastic numbers. He was a clutch goalie when the Jets needed him down the stretch and helped the Jets get to the playoffs. So once again, congrats to Connor Hellebuck on winning that award. Okay, as far as the voting went, Hellebuck got 19 first place votes. Tuka Rask had 10 first place votes. It was close. It was 123 to 99 as far as points on the voting. Next, let's go with... Let's see, we have three awards left. We have, let's go with the Ted Lindsay Award. The Ted Lindsay Award is the award given to the player that's most valuable to their team. Uh, that award went to Leon Dreisaitl of the Oilers. Uh, three candidates were Dreisaitl, McKinnon, and Artemi Panarin. This is the one that's voted on by the players, by members of the NHL Players Association. 
and Dreisaitl was pretty much the MVP as voted by his peers. So congrats to Leon Dreisaitl on winning the Lindsay Award. Two to go. The Norris Trophy. This one was close. This one I thought could have really gone either way. Uh, the candidates were Victor Hedman, John Carlson, and Roman Yossi. All three of them are deserving. Victor Hedman obviously leading the Lightning and probably the odds-on favorite to be the playoff MVP if the Lightning win it. John Carlson, who many thought would win the award right away, and he led the voting for a long time. But swiping the trophy, yeah, the Norris Trophy winner, goes to Roman Yossi of the Nashville Predators. This is kind of a surprise, because I really thought that Carlson had this in the bag. I really did. Uh, So he's the first Swiss-born player to win the award. He finished the season with 65 points in 69 games and had a point streak, uh, the longest point streak by a defenseman since the Flyers' Shane Gothisbear Gothisbear, back in 2015-2016. He led the league in shots with 260. He was second in points with 65 and assists with 49. Tied for second in goals with 16 among defensemen and third on ice time with 25.57. But really... Uh, this is the fancy stats talking here. He had a 53.4 Corsi 4 percentage, 54 and a quarter scoring chances 4 percentage. Uh, the fancy stats speak very loud and clear for Roman Yossi. That pretty much says the Predators were that much better with him on the ice. Without question. No, this is without question a fantastic stat. And I'm glad this is brought up because when he was off the ice, yeah, the Preds were still good, but when he was on the ice, he brought such an added dimension to the game. He was a very offensive-minded defenseman throughout the season and did a fantastic job of shoring up that blue line, both on the offensive and defensive end. So congrats to Roman Yossi on winning the Norris Trophy. Yeah, that one was close. The final trophy, the Hart Trophy, given to pretty much the MVP of the season as voted by the PHWA. And the candidates were Artem Panarin, Cleon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon of the Avs. In third place with this one, third place on the Hart Trophy went to Artemi Panarin. He had 24 first place votes. Second was Nathan McKinnon with 48 first place votes. Leon Dreisaitl is your Hart Trophy winner with 91 first place votes and the stats speak for themselves he had 110 points in 71 games 13 points more than the next player he was the only player to score over 100 points in this covid shortened season Uh, the next player by the way his teammate Connor mcdavid with 97 points but he was among the league leaders in a plethora of stats he had 67 assists 44 power play points 10 game-winning goals and 16 power play goals, 28 power play. I mean, this guy was amazing. Leon Dreisaitl, I thought, was probably the best player on the Oilers. This is kind of a residue of playing on a line with Connor McDavid, and I know a lot of fans of Colorado are pretty upset that McKinnon did not win this award. He will get his chances later on down the line. Nathan McKinnon will be back next year, 
And after the way they lost, I mean, they will really be back with a vengeance next season. Just you watch. Uh, let's see. Drexidal is the fourth Oiler in franchise history to win the Hart Trophy, along with the aforementioned Connor McDavid, who won it in 2017, and a couple of guys who are in the Hall of Fame. Wayne Gretzky and someone that I talk about on uh, recent ads, if you've heard them, Mark Messier. So he's the fourth Oiler to win the MVP trophy. Congrats once again to Leon Dreisaitl, your Hart Trophy winner. That's a fantastic place to wrap up. Uh, Once again, next week we are going to have a live Locked On show featuring hosts from the seven teams that did not enter the bubble. And we're going to talk about the NHL draft. And also, I'm going to make sure to have at least one or two guests on next week and the following week to talk about the draft, have a draft preview show, who the Ducks should get with their first and second round picks and whatnot. So once again, that is all coming up starting next week. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Follow me at StimpyJD. And I'm going to open up the mailbag once again. If you have a question, either leave it on the Locked on Ducks Twitter or email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all for listening and have a happy hump day and enjoy the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, game three is tonight. Game three between the Lightning and the Stars. That begins at 5 o'clock Pacific time on NBCSN. I think today's game is NBCS, NBCSN. Then the rest of the games are going to be on the big network, NBC. So stay tuned for that. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a fantastic rest of the day. Enjoy the Stanley Cup Final. Stay safe out there. Be kind to everyone. And Ducks fly together.